Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're very welcome to Tuesday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. And we are out and about with the show, coasting along the coast of Loud and Meath for the month of August, beginning in Head today. And we're on the pier in Tlaher, right beside Fisherman's Catch. Now, there's a landmark for you. You know where that is. So if you're in the area, drop by and say hello. We'd love to hear from you this afternoon. And if you're not, sit back and enjoy the show, because we're going to get a real flavour for Head and the coast here this afternoon. Hope you had a nice weekend. And if you want to get in touch with us today in the show, don't forget the usual numbers 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text gets us on the show. And I have a 150 euro one for all voucher to give away to one of you this week on the show. Thanks to Falch Ireland. I'll tell you more about that in a wee while. But we start today with two men synonymous with Clawhead. Yes, we're at Fisherman's Catch here. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the man who owns it, John Cowan. And also with us today, and I have to thank him for all he's done for me for this show is Mr. Claherhead himself, Pori Grath. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry, for the introduction. <laughs> but, but John, am I wrong? John. No, no, you're dead right. No, no, Pondry does it up in village. He does indeed. <laughs> he does indeed. Anyway, tell me about this wonderful fish shop that you have here on the pier. When did you open, John? We opened in 2009. I can't believe it's that long, yeah, is it? Yeah, oh, 2009, no. yeah, yeah. And John, yeah. when you opened here, was it a no-brainer? Did you just see this site and say, we've got to do this here? What, what brought it about? We always believed that someday we'd be able to sell our own fish. We'd catch our own fish. That we'd, we'd end up selling some of it. So myself my wife opened up in 2009, and it grew, it grew from there. And it's been... A success from day yeah, one, really, yes, for you. Yeah, from day one, yeah. You fish your own fish because I know you have a boat, but you're in the process of rigging out a new boat, yeah? Yeah, we've just we've just purchased a new boat last week. Fantastic. From Scotland, yeah. yeah. And and what will the new boat mean to you? Is it a bigger boat? Does it, has it more capacity? What? Why? Did no, you no, it's the same size of a boat. It's a, it's it's a slightly heavier boat, a newer boat, more modern boat, more freezing capacity and yes. fresh fish capacity. Yeah, good. It's for better quality. I see. And that, that's the and aim And safety the for the crew. So what's the story? When will it be afloat? When will you be fishing oh. the new boat? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. I would say maybe six months, Jerry. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of work to be done. A lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of paperwork, a lot of mm. surveys and... Mm. Everything has to fall into place. There's a stream of people. It's only Tuesday here, and there've been people yeah, in and out of the yeah, shop. Yeah. To Jerry Collier, he's standing at the door, <laughs> holding the fort, while you're out here acting the maggot with me. I know, good man, Jerry. Uh, and uh, you know, there's been a stream of people in here and out every day. Fish is a thing of every day. Now, every day, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to be Friday when we opened first. We only done four days, 
and then it just grew to seven days. Mm. But in the winter time, we close up Monday, Tuesday because it gets quiet. But yeah. you know, summer summer months is seven days a week. Mm. Now the fish and chips are legendary. Sure, you hear about this all the time. Have you been down to Clahar? Have you tasted the fish and chips? It's absolutely wonderful. You have to wait now. Don't be in a hurry. You have to take your time to get it. How long has the chips gone on the fish? That you Since them? 2018. And again, it's so popular, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing again, Jerry. We just diversified in from having the fish up to cooking the fish. And it's your own fish again. It's, it's your own fish, fish again, yeah. It's the best yeah. fish and chips you'll get. Yeah. And I'm sure if you come from the beach uh, below and you do the walk across the head down the pier, God, you have a good old appetite. You have a good appetite, Jerry. Haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> haven't you? That's the idea to, to be beside the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> It's tremendous, and what you've added here is just yeah. fantastic to the pier. It's a, you're a real addition. You really yeah. are. You've brought yeah. something special. Yeah. But it's like every other, isn't it? Piers and, and oh yeah, places yeah. like this yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Fish shop, fish and yeah. chips, the work beside the sea, Jerry. Exactly yeah. Yeah. beside yeah. the sea. Parik Rat, hello to you. Thanks hey, for Jerry. joining us, Parik, on the show oh, uh, this afternoon. What does Clotterhead mean to you? I did say you were Mr. Clotterhead, but the village, the place, you're deeply involved with the football club, you're in so many different aspects of it. What does this place mean to you? It's life, Jerry. Mm. And like for, I think for a long time, a lot of people didn't actually appreciate what the village actually held and was given back to the communities. Like, like there's people coming uh, on holidays uh, since the 60s, people that we met when Ashling was open first, the various caravan parks, they were coming. They came with their parents. Their parents were coming here in the 30s and 40s and 50s from Dublin, Drahad and all over. And it's just life. I wouldn't live anywhere else, Jerry. Mm. Put it like that. It's beautiful. And hey, Parik, you guys must have something with the man above. Look at the day we're here. It's a pet day, isn't it? Jerry, it's like that every day. Yeah. Like that. Don't worry, Jerry. <laughs> you don't be here often enough to see it. <laughs> Are you boys cutting me about July? No, we'll talk about that in a minute, John. But like seriously, today, look at the, the the sun is just doing its best to break through the heat. The sea is flat, calm, pouring. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful day here today, Jerry, and you, you, we're just thrilled that it is a good day. Mm. And they're advertising it on the radio tomorrow, and tours that are going to be your summer again. So anyone that's going to the beach or going anywhere, make sure you bring the sun cream and plenty of it and use plenty of it when you're coming to enjoy the next couple of good days that's coming yeah the weather is very good for the rest of the week and Clotterhead is the place to come I was saying to John when we were here earlier and we were just looking out and Porrick you know what this is about about 16 small boats in a flotilla headed off the pier uh, about an hour and a half ago heading down towards Denaney what are they at? they're uh, fishing cockles Jerry mm. down off the, uh, down around Black Rock and a gas in the area and every year they get a, a quarter to fish cockles. Uh, this year I think they have a quarter of about 800 tonne. And if they get the opportunity, they have to work at high water to be able to get in as far as they can and any gas and then down along the shore on Black Rock. And then they come back in here to land them on the pier. They're put into containers and then they're brought away. They're shipped over to England and stuff like that to be processed. Mm. That's where they're at there, Jerry. John, um, I, I took a walk down the pier, and it is a hive of activity, the pier. There's fellas yeah. working on nets below, yeah. there's boats being worked on, the lifeboat is even in there having a job done it, there's people fishing mackerel at the end of the pier. This is some little uh, micro-business activity, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. The boats down there, Jerry, are, are getting ready to go on the next trip. They're prom boats, they're getting ready to go to sea. And then you've holiday makers now fishing off the pier, hopefully catching mackerel. 
They're hoping to get a bit of micro There's a few yeah. sea lions there. Have oh, something well. to say about that, John. <laughs> They'll have to avoid the sea lions. <laughs> it's not easy. I know that myself from experience. No, no, no. But, but you know, what you, when, when you look at it, there are, it's such a busy little place, you know, and, and you wouldn't realise all that's going on here as well. I saw them loading up the boats. So the prawn, the prawn is still a significant, you know... Uh, oh, it's massive the to clear here. Yes, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, 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 it is. And your boats, I've been in the shop here, I know your prawns there as well, you have such a selection of fish, you you fish many different species in your own boat, yeah? We catch about 28 different species, all whitefish. And where do you go, how far out do you go, where do you go fishing? At the minute, at the minute, uh, the boat would be about 60 miles off Cork. Really? Yeah, yeah. So she steams out and down the coast, Down the coast, yeah. And fishes off. But we base ourselves mostly in Dunmaris because it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah, you know, closer to, by there. To, to leave here, to go to the fishing grounds would be about eighteen hours. Really? Mm. To leave, to leave, Dunmaris is about six hours. So, yeah. it makes sense that you need that port yeah, to closer the, to yeah. you, to, especially to in, it, yeah. the, in the summer months. Yeah, you know. But the boats here, the harbour is busy, isn't it? With its, busy, with, yeah, its yeah. with its quota of boats and that as yeah. well. Was it always like that, Park? You know, I, let, let's talk about the old pier. I remember the old pier here, and the boats were maybe four or five. You know. Tethered out from the old pier, the, the new pier has made a big difference. It made <coughs> the big difference that it made, Jerry, was it left it safe for the fishermen when they come home, that they're able to tie up the boats and they can go home and and forget forget nearly forget about them unless there's very strong easterly or north easterly wind or stuff. You were talking about going back years ago at the old pier, and they often seen it. John will tell you, they often seen 12, 14 boats tied in a line. Because, because of the pier and the depth of water and the different tides and that and uh, it meant that if there was any little breeze of wind unless it was like a day like today uh, you were either standing by the boat so you had to leave here you had to go to Drogheda yes. to get shelter you had to go to Ho to get shelter or wherever else it was you know mm. and that and uh, but it, it made a hell of a difference to the, to the safety and that as John was talking about it's a much well. bigger pier the L shape of it as well gives that because I, now that you say it I used to remember the, the boats coming up the uh, the river the river yeah, Boyne to, the Boyne, yeah. to yeah, be safe safety. there John yeah. Yeah. and that's not an issue now not it's not all. an issue and, and like we have to thank Strada have a have a port uh, to try to have up the commissioners at the time to allow us to be, Captain Donnelly and all yes. Bill Hanran and that before him God, God rest them like we were we were they, they were letting us in mm. to keep us safe yes. you know and we were for, for years and years and John will tell you there's a, I don't know how John is one of them inside there but there was a picture taken here in 1954 with Paddy Dunning and a few more and lo- all the local fishermen John's grandfather and all that where they were actually campaigning for the new pier at them. Yes. And the new pier didn't start here till 2005, so it was a long campaign. Mm, a lot and of things take that time here in Ireland. You mentioned somebody there. I have to mention him today. He's no longer with us, and I can still see his face and hear his voice. Paddy Hodgins. Ah, oh, poor Paddy, yeah. yeah. What a man. Yeah, he was a character. The harbour master. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was, wasn't he? He was a wealth of information, he Paddy, was. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was such, you know, he was synonymous yeah. with this place. Yeah. Yeah, and we remember him today as we sit here. And I'm sure he's yeah. looking down on us and his, spirit, is. his spirit still <laughs> hangs around this place. Oh, yeah. Many's a, many's a day and a many's a night and gales of wind and everything. Putting on the booms and that there when the boats had to pull in to the, to the inner harbour here, to the inner dock there. And maybe three or four o'clock in the morning could be 10 o'clock at night, gale and northerly wind. There's pictures there. I'm sure Paddy's family have them. We, mm. There's a good few of them hanging around where the seas are coming, breaking up, and he's sitting in the crane and 
come in now we get, we'll swing the crane here yeah I'll go and get the booms on that you know yeah yeah. I know he was a great man oh, great, great man. memories yeah. and, and, yeah. and times that live forever uh, John back to you about the um, the place here Fisherman's Catch and, and the fish and chips as well I see you were uh, Hugging the publicity in the independent newspaper group this weekend, so John. So I was told, Oh, Jerry. yes. So oh, I was yes. Told. And I can tell you, he was clean-shaven and everything. Yeah, um, but, but what people don't realise, Jerry, was that picture was taken ten years ago. <laughs> doesn't matter on radio, John. Listen, it doesn't matter the written radio. So we're all the same. Who sees us? Mind you, we're out and about here today and there's plenty of people passing up and down here at the pier in Clarehead. But... Good publicity and very positive to be named yeah, in yeah. all the round the coast of Ireland that you were selected as yeah, well here yeah. in Clotterhead. Oh, ah, yeah, you it was very good for us, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. it was indeed. Yeah, yeah. The man standing at the door, we got to mention him again. Will we interview him? Jerry Collier. He's a very important man. He here, is isn't indeed. He? Yeah, very important. Very man. important man. Come over quick, get a quick word. You hop in there. John wants you to have a quick word with, with me before we, we head to the break. Jerry Collier. Now, there's a man. In his finest whites, ready for work, looking a million dollars. Jerry, how long are you working here in the catch? Oh, I'm here with John since the start. Are you? Yeah, I used to fish, started fishing with him first. Mm. And then uh, when he opened the shop, it was uh, too good at talking. He said, uh, I think we'll put you in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> I hear enough of you on the boat, so we'll stick you in here and get the public in. I'm not saying it's easier because there's a job to be done here, but there's a big difference between being out in the boat fishing and oh, there is, selling yeah. in the shop, it's isn't there? It's tough work on the boat. It's tough work here in the shop too. Yeah, yeah. Like from when yeah. the fish comes in to yes, prepping it, filleting it, mm. putting it through the fish and chips, and yeah, you know everything has to be spot on. I know. Do you know, what's your favourite fish? Come on, tell me. Oh, if, you, if you were to be confined to one fish species that you love to eat, what is it? It's got to be haddock, all Has the way. It? Yeah, it's one number of our main, one. one of our main species that we catch. But uh, even through the fish and chips, the haddock there will be number is, one. Is the most popular? Is the most popular? Yeah. Mm. We'd have changed it around. We'd have put hake in as well. So, mm. But the haddock's but the, the haddock man. haddock could be, be number one. What's great in the shop today? If you're down today calling in, what do you recommend? It's um, all good. It's all good. But if you were to say to somebody, try something rather than haddock, what else would you, should yeah. you try today if you call in? What am I going to sell you today, Jerry? It's <laughs> going to be, I'd say, before you leave here, it'll probably be a good piece of hake. Oh, there you go. No messing. Anyway, Jerry, you're doing a great job. And thanks, thanks Jerry. for being so kind to us here today as we arrived and welcoming. Thank no you problem. indeed. Get back to business good luck. Anyway. Get back into business there. John's keeping a good eye on you. Anyway, we're heading to our first break on Late Lunch. We're coming to you live from Clarehead this <laughs> afternoon. We're coasting along on the show. And I want to say a big thank you to the two men we've been talking to a moment ago. We'll be back to uh, Porrick Rath, I'm sure, Charlie. But to John Karen and Porrick Rath, thank you so much for joining us on the no show bother, today. Jerry. Thanks, thanks, Jerry. Thanks, thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Late lunch out and about this afternoon. Yes, coasting along each Tuesday in August, beginning today in Clarehead. And we're on the pier in Clarehead this afternoon, just outside the Fisherman's Catch Fish Shop. And if you're passing by, do drop uh, along and say hello to us. It's busy here today because the weather, you see, is absolutely beautiful. Now, we couldn't come to Clarehead and not talk about the lifeboat or the RNLI. And we're going to talk about it for the next while because I'm joined by the woman who's in charge charge of fundraising, Mary Hayes, and the operations director uh, with the RNLI here, Tony Campion. You're both welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Tony, good to see you again in a totally different capacity to we met in the past. Tell me about you and the RNLI. How long are you involved with them, Tony? So I joined uh, the lifeboat team here about just over a year ago, uh, operations manager. So I'm basically managing day-to-day activity for the station. Uh, liaising with the RNLI itself in Dublin and uh, in Poole and basically making sure that 
as a station that we are compliant with the requirements of the of the RNLI and that we are properly crewed, that our boats are, are efficient and, re and ready to go, and uh, that we are you know basically on on call at a short notice to assist people in difficulties. Your lifeboat is actually here in the harbour at the moment, the Michael O'Brien, having a, little, a wee job done to it. Yes, this week uh, it's our annual maintenance. Um, so at the moment uh, we've some uh, mechanics working on the uh, carriage and the um, the, the uh, engine for the tractor, just checking it over really, and then there'll be some work on the boat for the next couple of days. So we expect the boat to be here for probably through to Thursday. Yes, so this is just a uh, yeah, run-of-the-mill run ordinary mill, maintenance absolutely. for the as well. The boat's still available, still ready to go. <laughs> so don't worry, <laughs> if it's needed, they're ready to go at a, at a moment's notice. When you talk about crewing, how does that work, you know? So, um, Jerry, we have um, 37 volunteer crew, uh, that's uh, boat crew and shore crew, um, roughly about 50-50. Um, some of these people uh, have been part of the, the team here since you know, 20, 30 years in some cases. Some are relatively new, maybe joined in the last 12 months. Um, a lot of training, a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment to, to be able to put that boat into the water effectively and also to crew that boat effectively so that we can deal with any you know, emergency of any mm. shape or form. So people put a lot of time and commitment in, there's a lot of training units that have to be managed and assessed. Uh, so it's an ongoing process and even if you've been with the boat for 10 years, you're still learning, you're still training, you're still keeping your competence level up. We exercise the boat every 10 days roughly, so usually a Wednesday night and a Sunday morning and crew go through their, their steps uh, and uh, in between we'll have assessments for uh, new crew that have joined us. So this is ongoing all of the time, yes. keeping up to speed with, you know, being as up to uh, speed as I said with what they need to do in the event of an emergency, but that's the point I want to make as well, you have men on call, or, and women, men and women on yes. call all of the time, and you never know the day or the hour. No, it's it's 24/7, 365 days of the year. Um, all our volunteers carry a pager, um, and you know if they're able to come to the to uh, to uh, a rescue, to come to the the station, where we had a call on Saturday, for example, and we had 15 volunteers appeared, you know, to get that boat into the, uh, ready for for launch. As it turned out, fortunately, that particular incident was called off, but nevertheless. Yes. Yeah, people respond. If they're here, they they respond. Obviously, some people are working during the day. They might be out of the village, um, but we have enough personnel and a good diverse uh, mixture of personnel and volunteers that I think you know we're we're, we're able to we're able to launch any day of the week at any time. Mm. I look at your lovely crest you're wearing here today, uh, and uh, you know what it reminds me of that this organisation covers these islands, all of these islands, yes. uh, England, uh, Scotland, <coughs> Wales and Ireland, Correct. the whole lot. You're one organisation. That's a bit of a rarity. It's an unusual yes. situation or a historical situation. Lifeboat's been in Clarehead since uh, 1899. So uh, next year we'll be celebrating um, 125 years. Um, and also the Lifeboat Institute itself is 125, uh, sorry, it's 200 years next yes. year. Yeah. So we have two big um, uh, anniversaries coming up. Yes. But you're right, it's an unusual situation, um, but it's all voluntary and completely funded from 
voluntary contributions, yes. not by governments or, or any other. No agencies. money they get from uh, central funds at all, which brings me nicely to Mary Hayes, who is uh, charged with raising funds for the local organisation here. Mary, welcome to the show. I Thanks, kn- Jerry. I look. know your voice is a little hoarse. Tell them what you've been up to. I was singing at the fly yesterday. I belong to a group called Oriel Sounds, run by Maura Milner and Tom McCormick. And, sorry, Tom McGuire. I told you I'm a little muddled. But uh, <laughs> we were singing in the gig rig yesterday afternoon. We had to audition last year, actually, to um, appear. And we were fortunate enough to sing in a nursing home before the gig rig. And we had a fantastic day, so a little bit hoarse, uh, because we all ended back, as you do, in Declan Levins's pub last night, <laughs> which they supplied us with food and we had a great night. Ah, uh, well, listen, Absolutely it's great wonderful. to have you with us Well, today. I always say, Jerry, the first three letters is in fun and then you add the D and the raising. So that's why I became involved. Good woman yourself. Mm-hmm. And I have to say a big thank you to your PRO, Robin Barnes, who's here as well with us today, because Robin actually sent me videos of you guys performing yeah. on the stage in uh, Mullingar. You're really good, but I'm not surprised. With Tom Maguire and Maura Milner directing, directing operations, you have great people. Oh, we have, absolutely. You have indeed. Well, we do a lot of... Um, every Monday night, we rehearse for two and a half hours. Mm. So we're a confident group that we know what we're doing and when to come in and support each other. They're a great, great group of people. Yes, good on you. Now, let's talk about these funds, because as you said, uh, and uh, Tony was saying a moment ago, you've got to raise all your own money. How do you do that? Well, we run a lot of events, say, from May onwards. We've our shop down at the Lipo station and we look for volunteers and they run that um, every Sunday, every day through the week if we have the volunteers that can help out. Uh, Elizabeth Spicer is our shop manager and uh, she looks after that side of it. So the shop is open every day in August from 2 to 5 and mostly then in September, weekends. So people give up their time every day down in the shop and then we also have a peer over here, Brian O'Shea runs that. He brings up the goods and um, it, this is our first year to actually do it up here and that works well for us. We also have a couple of events that are coming up in August. Uh, the Smuggler's Rest, uh, the Ship's Wheel. Are, um, they're a musical group and they're organising a fundraising event on the 26th of August that's a Saturday night in the Smugglers so we have those kind of people and then we have um, a family fun day in Barmead Castle and Gardens that's the 27th of August and that's a family day and mm. you can view the gardens we have a guided tour there's beautiful lakes we did it last year for the first time those kind of events yes and we have our Flag Day collections in Drogheda. They're on the Friday, the 8th of September. And we really need to cover all the areas of Drogheda. We need an awful lot of people. Okay. Because uh, most people will do it for an hour or two. But then you have gaps then, and it's hard to fill those positions. So people listening to us today, if you have an hour or two to spare, on the 8th of it's September, September, Friday, the Ornelai Clarehead would love to hear from you. And you can contact you here at the local Oh, station. you can contact yeah. me, um, yeah. Mary Hayes, 087-756-2269. And a lot of people know poor Rick Ratt. You can contact him as well. Yes, indeed. So lots going on to raise funds. But coming back to Tony, without this... 
you guys couldn't operate. Uh, without, without fundraising, without fundraising right across um, all the all the locations that that uh, lifeboats are operating, right around Britain and Ireland, there is no service. Mm. It's completely voluntary. All our boats, vast majority of our boats, for example, the Michael O'Brien, it came from someone willing uh, uh, their money towards the RNLI in order to purchase. Yes. Uh, the, the, the fantastic boat that we have here, the Shannon class boat, Michael O'Brien. So, yeah, you know, right? It's it, it, there is, the, as I say, there's no funding coming from governments. Uh, it's it's from the public, and there's a lot of pressure on people these days, as you yes. know. But every penny counts. Every yeah. penny helps. And uh, we had a flag day just uh, the weekend there, and uh, I think people are pretty generous mm. and continue to be generous towards. Mm. Uh, what I they think see there's a, a real service. love for you people, may I say, and for what you do, and people understand the service you provide, and we don't ever see it until it's actually needed in those emergency situations, and lives are saved at sea. And I think that love, as far as well, and I think as well because it encompasses all the islands as one organisation, is is fantastic too. If somebody's listening today who might want to volunteer to be actually yes. part of the crew. How does that happen? So, um, we, we people will talk to other members of the of the, the other volunteers. We often get people through other volunteers, mm. which is word of mouth. Um, we had an open day in March. We had a number of people put their names forward. Okay, and we're in a very good position right now that we're actually we have our full your full complement. Um, however, you know, I would point out people leave. Yes, people retire. Uh, people change jobs. They might move out of the area mm. to go for another job. So there is always a flow, yes. Um, and what we do is we'll take names, numbers, and we'll, we will get back to people yes. once we have that information so if and you, follow up. If you want to put yeah. your name down, yeah. it'll be put down. Men or women, any age, lower age, upper age? Well, really 18. 18 and, and, and above. Yes. It covers yes. Anyway, the RNLI out and about, raising funds, saving lives at sea, an integral part of the community here in Claharhead. Thank you so much for joining us on the Out and About Late Lunch this afternoon. Tony Campion, Operations Director, and Mary Hayes, who uh, promotes the fundraising. Thanks, Jerry. Back after the break with our Two on Tuesday. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'd be number number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Yes, our two on Tuesday, coasting along in Clotherhead this afternoon, goes back to 1979. It was written by Freddie Mercury, and he maintained that he wrote this song in actually five to ten minutes, as quick as that, and they recorded it nearly as quickly as well. The song was written by Freddie as a tribute to his musical heroes, Elvis Presley and Cliff Richard. It made number two, which you're going to hear now, in the UK charts, but it became Queen's First US number one. Here it is, our two on Tuesday from Freddie Mercury and Queen. Crazy little thing called love. Yes, our two on Tuesday, Queen, Freddie Mercury and crazy little thing called love. Two in the UK, number one in the USA. So what 
kept it off the number one spot. Well, an international hit did, but it was a slow burner, I have to say, because it appeared first in 1978 on this band's album called Pleasure and Pain, and then it was picked up by the disco movement in 1979, and then it shot up the uh, charts, uh, reaching number six in America, but in the UK it became a big, big number one. Stayed there for three weeks. It's Dr. Hook, and when you're in love with a beautiful woman. When you're in love with a beautiful woman, it's hard. When you're in love with a beautiful woman, you know it's hard. Number one that prevented crazy little thing called love by Freddie Mercury and Queen making it to number one. And on the pier here in Clotterhead, we heard a massive yuck <laughs> coming back from studio when that one started. You're meant to hear it, yes. everybody else. <laughs> It resonated down the pier here and out into the Irish Sea. It was one of the best yucks I've ever heard in my life, I have to say. So there's no need now to even ask you about this. It's a no. foregone conclusion for listeners. Queen you don't is like king. Dr. Hook. No, Dr. Hook. <laughs> and there's some people really do love that song. Oh, you understand? Well, you know, Louise. You know, well, I don't know. I, I like it. I like Dr. Hook, I have to say as well. And I like their music. But anyway, I do say to you, that crazy little thing called love. Mm. Yes, it's Bet my you there was loads well, of people sadly. dancing around the pier down there, was there? <laughs> yeah, to uh, Dr. Hook. No. <laughs> Won't be going down there again. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Yeah, while you're on with me, you are, of course, in the adjacent neighbourhood of Termin Feckin you live. Um, what about the pier in Clotterhead? Do you visit much or, you know, the village here? Or are you always heading in the other direction to your home in Navin and Meath and maybe Drogheda? Oh, no. No, we go down and we get fish there. And I know um, we've gone shop? for yeah. walks across the head, the headland. yes. Um, yeah, which is lovely. It except is beautiful. I'm a bit afraid yeah. of cows, so I kind of tend to leave my husband to do the. <laughs> no, that no, no. Listen, let me tell you, that's finished today. After that, yuck. The cows <laughs> ran. They went over the head. I just saw them all scattered in here, to be honest. They jumped over but the you moon. <laughs> but I want to mention Linda Sullivan, Susan McGlue, and Mary McGuinness, who just passed by a little while ago, Louise, who had come from the beach. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To cross the head, and we're here on the pier who took the walk, and it's just beautiful. They were just saying it's as beautiful as anywhere they walk, and mm. that is true. It's it gorgeous, is isn't walk. it? It is yeah. a gorgeous walk, and I know you do that as well here. But you know, Louise, I have to say today here on the pier, I'm, my eyes are opened as well about the amount of people going in and out of Fisherman's Catch as we sit here. Really busy. The activity going on. In the, it's really busy. Mm. The activity going on in the pier with the boats. People just out for walks. You know, it is summertime in Ireland and that's what we're doing with Late Lunch each Tuesday. We're coasting along. Just to remind you that next week we're in uh, Black Rock for the big day in Black Rock uh, next Tuesday. The following Tuesday, Betty's Town and then the final Tuesday in August we're heading up to Carlingford as well. So we're going to be all along the coast with Late Lunch each Tuesday. Tuesday. With Dr. Hook. <laughs> I must remember this now. I'm going to put this in my memory bank and store and keep for another day for your poor Dr. Hook. Don't be that cool on him. <laughs> Listeners, who likes Dr. Hook? Does anyone out there like Dr. Hook? 086 1800 Oh, oh, the band are okay, are they? All right, she, I think she's, I think she's, I think she's climbing down a little bit now. To be honest, she doesn't want to be seen to be anti Doctor Hook He's and just pro pro Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, had a nice weekend. I don't see you today. You see, because yeah, it's I'm very down here. quiet nice in here. Nice. We're all Is just it? saying very quiet yeah. without you, Jerry. Oh my God, really? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, you see, I do talk a little bit. I know that for sure. No, t- enjoy the day. It's peaceful in there. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm here doing a pedicure. tomorrow for sure. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, we're taking a short break. We are out uh, coasting along from the pier in Clarehead this afternoon as the visitors pour down the hill here and into the harbour. And after the break, we're joined by Brian Fitzpatrick from Oriel Marine Extract. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Late lunch, coasting along each Tuesday in August, and today we're at Clarehead Pier, a hive of activity. And my next guest on the show is Brian Fitzpatrick, a founder of Oriel Marine Extracts. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. When we get your microphone turned up there, Brian, is Brian the other Brian with me here till I get the microphone up there? Thanks, Brian. Yes, now we hear you again. Okay. Brian no Fitzpatrick, welcome to the show. Um, I met your colleague, you're a founder, and you founded it with John Delaney. I met John Delaney when it was just sea salt. Just sea salt, yeah. What that's happened? Well, that's where we, we began as just sea salt. And, uh, you know, what we discovered was true. the process we use is different to anyone else doing sea salt. So, but this process actually, um, which is patented now, it, 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 suddenly we discovered that there was something else there as well, which was pure liquid magnesium and minerals um, in a form that no one else has. So, so what we've done over the last number of years is, especially over the last two years post-COVID, is we've launched them as supplements. 
So it's the only liquid magnesium and minerals that you can get now out there and so instead of tablets and powders that you'd normally have to go through your digestive system this this is being absorbed from the moment it hits your tongue so it's the only form that's actually sublingual um, now we always recommend put it in a small drop of water um, but still it's it's been absorbed from the moment it hits your tongue you know and uh, but you know and that all came out of we, we would supply our, that product to you know, wonderful skincare brands like Neil's Yard and Tata Harper and the brands like this out there in other parts of the world. And we sort of said we need to come out behind the the, the sort of the door ourselves and put our own name on a brand in terms of things. And this is that's what they look like there. I mean, it's, it's let me have a look at them. Yeah, here. So they come. It's like just small little thirty mil droppers. Last last for a month. But it means you know you're 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 getting it just by putting it in a drop of water. Like for this is the bit this is the best selling one. Sleep, I mean, it's unbelievable. It the just of jumped people. off yeah. the uh, packaging here at me because I'll tell you, I know this from late lunch, and we've talked about it ad infinitum. There are so many people, Brian, who oh, struggle to yeah. get a half this, decent this night's is, sleep. I mean, this outsells. We do we do one for sleep, one for menopause, one for um, rebalance, if you like, and one mm. for sports and sleep outsells everything two to one three to one even it's just incredible so how um, how would you take this uh, just you would normally like there's a pipette in that yes. and we'd sort of say you know what a full pipette 20 minutes before you go to bed so unlike tablets where you're hours before you go to bed hoping yeah. you'll get a hit with this this is we, we've seven years we're published in medical journals and, and all sorts of nutrition journals and literally you 20 minutes 25 30 minutes before you go to bed you just take this in a small glass of water and that's it and what it does is it, it magnesium is known to switch on and activate things like GABA dopamine mel- melatonin things that help you relax, relax and therefore help you go to sleep most most people can't sleep purely because their their, their brain is running at 100 miles an hour tell me about it <laughs> tell know? this man about it yeah, please you know and and then you've things like th- people waking up with things like restless legs like uh, you know agitated legs mm. cramps and they're, and they're fierce this we've just found that the response from from clients on this has just been wow you know it's where is fabulous. this available we sell it online at magnesiumstore.com, but in the in the area we're in at the moment, we're working our way around. Um, we've only launched it into health stores in the last six months. So we're in Height of Health in Dundalk. We're in Evelyn's Haven in RD, next to Nature in Navan, and Nature's Cures in Scaries. So okay. we haven't gone anywhere in, in, in Drogheda just yet. But we, we You're working do. on that we're at the moment. It, yeah. Give us the website again. It's, www, it's magnesiumstore.com. So www.magnesiumstore.com. You can buy it there. And you can buy it there. Direct, and we also like we also do. We've actually developed into gel. So for people with things like a bit of arthritis, sore joints, or muscle pain after sports, that's where it goes a lot into. And it's again, it's you're just putting the magnesium directly onto your. It's powerful. Thing. It's, it's, it's is, obviously yeah. powerful, and it's the most powerful because it's coming from deep sea. It's yeah. there's no one else. To, there is no other source like this. So this is what you do. You guys go yeah. out there. We pumps out there into the ocean. Take and in the water. Yeah. And extract this. And it takes about ten thousand liters of seawater to make about 30 litres of this that's that's the process that we use yeah. you know so you're really concentrating it you know and we take out the salt first which is a wonderful salt but we mm. can't make enough salt at the moment <laughs> literally you know it's really? great yeah we can't get it we can't make enough of it because it's it's used by a lot of the we don't do a lot in retail on the salt we would do 99% of it to, to like premium restaurants and, and um, like premium food producers so lots yeah. of the bakeries in the area lots of there's lots of sort of artisan 
food yeah. producers who want quality salt. And, and our salt is like, it's like powder. It's fine grain. Mm. So it's not a finishing salt like other sea salt. Yes. So it works nice that way. But we, yeah, we, you know, we have to sort of try and figure out ways to get more, mm. um, you know. What prompted this? You know, you started with the salt. What prompted it? You know, what sent you down this road to develop the magnesium range of products? Really, it was it was actually discovering this, what was essentially a waste product. Mm. And, um, and we decided to bring it into scientists in DCU and said, listen, you know, can you tell us a bit more about this? And, and they came back and says, do you want, you know, they says, this is exceptional. Like, what is this? You know, they were just telling us what it was doing at a, a cellular level, blood platelet level, was off the charts. And we went, really? And we went, they said, yeah. So we began, I mean, we've actually now done seven years of deep science with DCU, published and all the rest. So it's gone down into really incredible, it's going into burn dressings, it's going into skincare products, mm. it's going into wound dressings, you know, it, it, it's going into hair products. It's got so many benefits when it gets yes. inside the body. Yes. That we, we sort of said, well, at first we thought we should sell it to other people to put it in their products, yes. which is what we were doing. Mm. And then this is us saying, let's do it ourselves mm. um, and the response has been great like we've done sort of bloom and the ploughing and, and gifted and, and it was just mm. you know fabulous yeah. you know and, it's and, a great and story it, yeah and, it, you and know. from a byproduct when you think of it yeah. you know what I mean something that you didn't think there was anything in and look what has yeah. emerged from it now and, and, and it's 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 now much more it, it's now what the company is about, is about because yeah. it's it's the salt opens a door that's where salt goes and that's fine but this is going into this is just opening loads of doors in, mm. in spaces we never really thought of mm. which is really nice you know because it, it, it's it's always it's always great to just explore you know and exploring new opportunities yes. is what we're about you yeah. know look around you here look 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 at today yeah. and you're part of this you're part of this business community that maybe people today aren't aware of that's happening down yeah, here right yeah, on the yeah. on the pier here in Glowerhead. how many people do you employ there's there's i was actually there's, there's eight of us in total and uh you know it's it and it is it's a fun, fantastic place like we my, i have a photograph of my mom and dad sitting outside the hostel when it was an oiga hostel yes right when it was when it was two separate dormitories and they used to hitchhike from Dublin up here right and I have a photo of them sitting on the door of that thing up yes. there you know, never believing that we'd end up in this place you know, which is pretty cool Wonderful. You know? isn't that great to have that to look back on and, and your family connection with this that you never thought you, you'd end yeah, up, in, yeah, up yeah. here yourself so you know you, you have a very successful business and I just see Brona Conlon waving at me there from Listoke Gin she was in Fisherman's Catch getting her fish today I gave her a wave there she's away off down the road but another business in, in the area but uh, the message today is magnesium sleep sports but the sleep I want to come back to that again yeah this does uh, what it says on the yeah. tin. Yeah, I mean, magnesium, first of all, it's responsible for so many things in our body. It, it, people are really becoming aware of, of mm. how good it is. Mm. Um, and and having something that's so easy to take, that's just drops in water, really makes a difference. Yes. Um, and, and the feedback we get has just been fabulous. And especially, I mean, for us, probably, I'd say 70% of, of our clients are women in the 40 plus category you know and then it's in, then it's sports people yeah. but but it, most of it is that women in that space where they really struggle with their sleep yeah. um, and struggle with the impacts of, of, of menopause which is all inflammatory and this has all the benefits that help 
just help calm all that down, yeah. which allows you to relax and sleep. Fantastic. You know? Fantastic. So, um, it, re- it really, really is. What a great story from Salt to this and um, more perhaps beyond. And just pumped from where we're sitting here, looking yeah. out on that calm sea today in an extracted by Brian and the crew. Listen, it's great to see you. Say hello to John for me, really. A lovely yeah. man. I remember interviewing him many moons ago. And continued success to your Oriel Marine extracts. And one more time, where can this uh, the sleep... This, where you can pick up these is at the moment it's in Height of Health in Dundalk Evelyn's Haven in RD next to Nature in Navan Nature's Cures and Scaries and hopefully we'll get in, we'll have somewhere in, in, in Drada soon enough lovely right. lovely to meet you today and, on, and Thanks online for obviously by. online again yeah. again the online that's, is uh, magnesiumstore.com thank you much uh, very much Thanks for appearing as well because I'm sure people will be really interested Brian thank you for joining me here out and about in Clatterhead today Appreciate Thanks it. a million. Thanks a lot you would late lunch on LMFM radio coasting along on uh, this Tuesday afternoon in August Clatterhead today Blackrock next week Betty's Town the following week and we finish off in Carlingford on the final Tuesday of the month short break and from magnesium to milk on your late lunch out and about. You might have thought I was joking saying from magnesium to milk. I wasn't joking one bit, to be honest with you, because I'm delighted to say hello. We've been waiting for a while to get her on the show, and today she wasn't escaping. Sensi McLear from Feckin' Clower Milk. It's feckin' great to see you. Thanks so much, Jerry. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. You are a wonderful story. Take us back and tell our listeners again how it all began. You are at the Forge Field, of course, in Terman Field Feckin. in Terman yeah. Feckin. Yeah, so thanks for Geraldine and to own for letting us actually put our place there. Brian was in Belgium, I don't know how many years ago, and he saw this vending machine at the edge of the road, and he kind of gone, hmm, not a bad idea. And um, a few years later, there, there we are. So yeah, it took us a while yes. with COVID and everything of else. Course. So it kind of everything was slow, mm. but we got there. You did indeed. And mind you, I have to say, your milk is beautiful because I know very many people who love going out and getting their milk from you. Um, You have your own dairy herd. Yes. So that's the great thing about it. You milk and it's there. It's that fresh. Yes. And it's only myself and Brian that does it. So he does the pasteurising. I do the testing and the selling. <laughs> so yeah. It's a match made in heaven yourself and oh, Brian. Oh, I don't for know sure. about that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you Porrick Rat was telling me not to forget to mention that Brian is actually a Clar headman. He is. Yes. He is, yes. And yes. they're not holding against him that you know you move to the no, the next village no. or anything like no, that. No, well he You live in the area still. Yeah. Yeah, well I'm actually from Termin Okay. And I moved to Almondstown. So you, so it's so a bit of a compromise, you know what I mean? You, very much so. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, probably yeah, neither yeah. one or the other, you see, we'll say. see, that's why we put Feck and Clara, so, <laughs> and Feck and is first, as you can I've see. Just seen so, <laughs> I always have to be there. You're the boss. <laughs> exactly. Brian, she's the boss. I know yeah. that, I know that. I see that. So you, even on the milk, it was a compromise. Feck and Clara milk, so you got yeah, the both parishes exactly. in. Well done to you on I that one. I might let him think that he's the boss, but... <laughs> Do you know what? I think it's a, it's, a, it's a trick of the Irish woman. A lot of us <laughs> fellas think we're in control, but it's nonsense, really. We're actually no, not, so it's, no, it's, a, no, it's no. a thing. No. Anyway, you've brought me your uh, plain milk, may plain I say, milk. just your ordinary bog standard milk yes, day. Yes. And, you know, that Louise Walsh one, she oh, knows me <laughs> too well. Tell the listeners, she, she tipped she you off. She told me, I asked, did I 
what I give uh, Jerry flavoured milk and she goes no give him plain milk because he likes his cold milk with his bag of cheese and onion potato <laughs> and would you believe so, like <laughs> <laughs> would you believe I was going to have a packet with my sandwich before I came out today and they're still sitting on the counter at home so I can bring this oh, with me it's a ham and cheese sandwich Put potato in the middle. Now of you're talking. Oh, you see you. that? Yeah. Ham yeah, and cheese yeah. with the potato, potato and a glass of feck and clahar milk with it as well. Yes. Um, would you? And I'm going to tell you. I want to thank you. You've brought me a lovely mug as well. From yes. one for myself and Brian. Feck and clahar milk yes. mug. Yes. Just yes. like the Frisians, the black and white on, on on the mug as well. You see, that's it. We gave them out um, for t- family and friends during Christmas. Yes. And um, a lot of people are coming asking us could they have the mugs yes. so we're kind of in the middle of getting them printed they're so lovely thank you very I love much. them would you pour a drop into oh, that I'm afraid I, I bloody spill it here into the <laughs> Brian will kill me Brian Farley will kill me Mia, you haven't seen the shake of my hand <laughs> you're alright you're alright pour it in there well, now let me have look. a so you are sh- she is shaking look <laughs> at her hand shaking there anyway let me the have a taste pressure. let me have a taste of this feckin' clar milk here we go Oh, I'm just short of crisp. That's all. It's lovely. It. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, to say, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. No, you do flavors. Yes, we do flavors. We do all the flavors. Like you do your strawberry, your chocolate. We have the cream egg. Um, banana is actually got very popular, which I didn't think would be, but everybody is banana mad. I'm going to try banana. Because I love banana ice cream. Yes, but right? it's not the easiest to get. No, you can't get it. It's not easy. But you can get banana milk. Yes. In Ford yes. Field. Yes. In you go. In the you go. bottles are beautiful too. So so t- explain the process for anyone that doesn't know who hasn't been out with you. You go out, you, you buy a bottle, is it first? You buy the bottle, um, which is is um, refrigerated as well. So the bottles are cold. Yep. Um, so you can either pay by cash or pay by card. Now sometimes the machine can be a bit... Um, iffy, but it does work. And then you go to do, um, you go to the milk machine, yes. and again, cash or card. Now, because of the smaller bottles, you do need to kind of put it up to the spout. Yeah. Because if you try and aim it, it doesn't always work. <laughs> so put it up to the spout if you do get this small bottle. Okay. And then you'll get your milk. You've two sizes of bottles. We've two sizes. The we've got small the one and you've the larger. We've got the pint Okay. One. So you can yeah. get whatever. And the yeah. thing is, when you invest in the bottle, it's yours forever. It's yours you just forever. bring it back yes. with you each time and you yes. fill up again. Just make sure the bottles and the lids are clean. That's very important. The other thing is, with the flavours, do you put the milk in first or is the is it already mixed in the machine, the flavour, or do you add the flavour to the plain milk? All depends. If it's the strawberry or the raspberry, I would I would tell people put it in first because for some reason it's a harder mixture. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, after that, it doesn't really make a difference. Okay. But the you add ones, it yourself, is that you the thing? You add it yourself. Everything is self-service. Okay. Because during the week, um, I open up... Um, and I leave it to fend for itself. So anybody yeah. that comes will actually look after, have themselves. To look after themselves. And it's not complicated, it's straightforward. I know many people use it. What's your favourite flavour? The plain, the plain, like myself. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I, I have to say now, sorry, the biscuit is really nice. You okay. know the biscuits you get with your coffee, the biscuits? Yes. Coffee biscuits? That is quite nice. Yeah. So okay. it is. Um, you're a great success as well. It's yeah, a, a it's wonderful really well, idea that you've brought yeah, to the area, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. going really. It's in Forge Field in Termin yeah, and when you go to the Forge Field, uh, you can go there and fill when you're doing your other bits of business there, and it's fresh from the 
Frisian yes. herd right it's, beside it. It's a Frisian mixed Holstein okay. and a bit of Jersey. Okay. So oh, I that's see. why you've so got that's, your cream. Oh, I, thank you for yeah, correcting me. Yeah. So you have a little bit of all in yeah. the milk. It's a Holstein Frisian cross. Yeah. And then Jersey. Oh so, my. So you've got your gorgeous. Mixture. No yeah, wonder yeah, yeah. it's so nice. It really Oof. is. None but the and best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good luck to Brian and yourself, Sensi, Thank with you Feck and Clahar Milk, the compromise with the two names on the label. <laughs> I love it. That wasn't so bad, was it? No. You, you can stop not. shaking now. You're all right. Look. You're all right. You're done. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on You're the show. Lovely welcome. to see you on the beer today. Too. Thanks for Thanks the mug and the much. lovely milk. Yeah. Thanks, Sensi. Thank you, you indeed. Now. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this very week in 1992. And the song was written actually a couple of years before that in 1990 by Don Van Tress and was released by the Marcy Brothers with a slightly different title. It was called Don't Tell My Heart. But the one we're talking about today was recorded by American singer and actor Billy Ray Cyrus and released on his debut album, Some Gave All, in 1992. Now, the song led to an Explosion in line dancing. Yes, they say it was the song. It gave it the credit for line dancing really taking off. But there's going to be a bigger, big, big yuck, a bigger yuck than before uh, for Dr. Hook in the studio now when I tell you this. Yes, this song today, the number four from this week in 92, is considered by many as one of the worst songs of all time. Coming in at number two on Blender's list of the 50 most awesomely bad songs ever. Here it is, the number four from 92, Mr Billy Ray Cyrus and Achy Breaky Heart. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, I just don't think you'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, he might blow up and kill his man. Yes, the line dancers were all up, giving it gusto on late lunch this afternoon. Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus and Achy Breaky Heart regarded not as a massive hit, but for other reasons, really. But listen, whatever rocks your clock, as they say, if it's yuck or you love it, good luck to you. My God, I could just sit here for the rest of the day. The sun is beaming down on me outside Fisherman's Cash catch fish up in Clarehead on the pier late lunch coasting along this August each Tuesday and in case I forget I want to say a massive thank you to the man who's with me here today Mr Brian Farley who we couldn't do this without today Brian thanks a million for putting this together and Brian will be with me each Tuesday as we travel along the coast in Loudoun Mead what a wonderful job uh, this is here today but thanks so much Brian really do appreciate it and of course my sidekick back at base Miss Louise Walsh keeping the show ticking along back there and uh, we We'll be back there, of course, tomorrow afternoon. Final break of the day on the pier in Clotterhead. And we're going to round off. Met a lovely lady here earlier on, and she's going to have a chat with me after the break. And Porrick Rath, he began the show. He's going to finish it with us as well today as we wind the curtain down on our visit to Clotterhead. Stay with us on your late lunch. Sometimes you just bump across lovely people, don't you, when you're out and about? That's what I love about it. There have been so many people travelling by us here today. Michael McCoy was here a moment ago, just said hello to us as well. Say hello to Michael. But my next guest, well, she wasn't on the schedule for the show today, but I'm delighted she is because I want to say a big hello.
hello to Vima Moonsami. Thank you for joining thank me. You. Did I get the pronunciation yes, right? Yes, thank you very much. Oh, thank you indeed. <laughs> you, you coached me on that, you see, a little earlier on. See, Vima was here at the fish shop very early on in the show, and I just spotted her, and we had a chat. Her lovely son, Christian, is with her too. You were at the Manchester United game the weekend, I, I believe. I was. We were indeed, yeah. Yeah. Your son's a big fan. He is a big fan. And enjoyed it. I'm sure he, he enjoyed, enjoyed it, it thoroughly. He did. And he was just telling me he's finished in Callistown National School and he's heading for where now? Um, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's. In in Toronto. My old alma mater as well. A great school. He's going to love it. Oh, I promise you, you there. He, he play, he's play, playing with the Dreadnoughts, is he? He is uh, joining the Dreadnought now ah. and he plays with Walterstown. Lovely. So another so. recruit for Park. We'll talk to Park about that in a minute another young man coming to play for the Dreadnoughts as well who of course are the Gaelic Football Club uh, representing Clotterhead Vima tell me about you you're originally from Mauritius what took you to Ireland? I came to study 20 years ago and I stayed in Drogheda um, for six years and um, I like it here every week or whenever during the summer we used to come to Clawhead and when you found a place for sale here so we put our name on and dead on in 2009 the, when the new state the beaches was being built so we got a house there we bought a house there in 2009 yes and um, yeah so 14 years in Clawhead now and 20 years in Ireland since so yeah Barak does that entitle Vima to say that she's a local? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> you know my wife. Say that to me again there. Not really, Jerry. No, when we get you on the mic, we haven't got you. Hold on. Have we got you again? Yes? Brian, what are we doing here? Are we okay with that mic? No, hold on a second. There we are. Oh. Now. Uh, well, it's, it's simple. Switch it on. Switch it on and it might work, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't that entitle her, uh, Vima, to be a, say she's a local. 14 years, 20 she's years a, uh, She has another few years to go. Another few years to go. How many, Parik? How many? Well, uh, my wife, like, she's 43 years married to me and she's not termed as a local just yet. <laughs> Vima, 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 Vima. I don't believe him for a minute. I'm giving you honorary Clarehead citizenship here today. You've done Thank your you. time. You have done only, your time. Only joking, Jerry. I know only you joking. are, Farrakh. I know you are. Uh, wait till Terry gets you home, I'll tell you that. There's no tea for you this evening, Mr. No, Rat. I'm not going back. It's my home and I'm staying here. So you came here, you're born here, you settled down, you have your family here as well. Yes. And and you you, you work in government, is it government? Yes, you, yes I that, do. You, I work in the civil service yes. and I've been in a few different offices and uh, administration in kind of between Drogheda in Dublin and I like it and yes. surrounded with nice people all the time mm. so mm. Um, I came to here for a few years but end up 20 years so far there you go more to come thankfully <laughs> what about Mauritius we, we hear about Mauritius <laughs> as a holiday destination and we're in a lovely holiday destination here today in Clatterhead beautiful country beautiful place do it you go is. back do you go back to I visit? do not that often anymore like yeah. um, last time I was there was five years ago but look I miss it but luckily I'm in Clawhead so I don't miss it as I used to mm. Um, like it here, surrounded with nice people, so mm. it doesn't make me miss Mauritius that yeah. much. And, and you've um, been welcomed. I have been, yeah. You feel part of the whole We thing. are really like, we have a good circle of family friends yes. all around here and it helps and it makes me really settle down. Oh, so. I'm so pleased to hear that. It's great to hear that, Parry. It is, Jerry, yes. And, and we, we love to meet new people coming into the village yes. and stuff like that and, and 
different nationalities and that like for years and years it was the Tlaha people and the Drahada people and yes. <coughs> now there's all all nationalities living living yeah. around, you know. It is it's great. great to see it. It is great. Yeah, so and they make fun of me at work anyway. They said to me I have a claw accent, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well they must pick it up, I Vima. So. They must pick it up. It's simple as that. <laughs> anyway, you were in getting fish in, in uh, fisherman's catch we were. from the crew in there from Jerry uh, and from uh, John as well. What's for tea this evening? Oh, so we are having fish anyway with um, potatoes as usual. Who can live without spuds when we are in Ireland? Our power achieved. That's the lingo, the spuds. It's <laughs> not potatoes, Jerry. Huh? Beam is one of us. She's, Come she's, on. She's here long enough now, yeah. <laughs> you got to admit it. You are. You are indeed. So, so yeah. fish in the, in the household for fish tea this evening. Lovely. This evening, yeah. Lovely. So lucky we have the fish shop here. Yeah. And it makes it easier. Mm. Fresh foods. Lovely. Um, the fisherman catch absolutely it's lovely. Ah, oh, brilliant, Fima. Parik, just a word on water safety before we finish today. I know you. We had the lifeboat people here earlier, but look at the sea out there. It's calm. People will be going swimming, doing whatever. It's an important message. You got to take care. It is, Jerry. Yes, <clears throat> especially now, like with the with the good weather today and the night over the next couple of days. Like if, if people are going to the beaches, just to try and swim between the flags and lifeguarded beaches. We have two lovely lifeguarded beaches here in Clower Head. And the, uh, if you can swim between the flags, make sure you wear plenty of uh, sun cream and stuff like that. Keep, the, keep it on. Uh, make sure the children are uh, properly supervised if they're going on the beaches. If people are walking their dogs at certain times of the day, you can't actually do it. And make sure to pick up after them if uh, often hear you on about there Jerry just to keep the beaches clean yeah. and the other thing we would appeal to people as well is <coughs> that if they're, if they're coming to the beaches uh, that they park properly and not to be parking on double yellow lines and obstructing access to the lifeboat station maybe or they, you might need to get an ambulance or a fire brigade down and that to just respect the local people and, and, and where they're parking well said, well said, the word, Jerry, please. Just before we finish there, I have to mention, I was thinking about Clotterhead and in my mind, the Dreadnoughts, the Ashling Ballroom, the Caravan Park, the July the 12th influx, the pier old and new, the blessings of the boats, the RNLI, the beach, sharkies on the big tree, mackerel fishing, the walk from the pier to the beach now, the pizzeria in the village, smugglers rest and more besides. Clotterhead has it all to offer. Vima, thank you for joining me on the no show problem. today. It's thank a pleasure to me. have thank you with you. us. And Parik Rath, I say to you again, thanks so much for organising a lot of the guests here today. No problem, Jerry. It was a pleasure. It was great to, to have to you with us. To be able to advertise the village. Ah, you're, you. you're very Thank welcome. You. Brian, thanks to Brian Farley again. Thanks to Louise Walsh back at base. That's it from Late Lunch. Leave you from Clotterhead today after a wonderful day. See you back at base tomorrow. 24-7 on my mind. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.